This is the Macho Man Randy Savage. And this is Hard Factor. And there is no one that does it better right now. Yeah, nobody does it better. I ain't repeating myself. Go ahead and tell me something right now. Yeah, and I'm living in a nightmare. And I'm not a racist. And I'm always cheering. Oh, yeah. <laughs> episode 1398 of hard factor it is ash wednesday february 14th 2024 happy valentine's day thank you for cheating on the news with us 80 percent accuracy guaranteed hope everybody had a fun mardi gras a lot going on everything you need to know in 40 minutes or less but if you need more go to patreon.com slash hard factor today back to the news after the last episode Although I do think that maybe we should have yells on to deliver any bad news going forward. May take the edge off for people. You know? That's, That's true. a great idea. Yeah. Unless so. you want two of us in a hot tub. No. Yeah. I mean, it seems like her delivering bad news would just yeah. be better. Um, of course. Anybody that hasn't caught yesterday's watch it on video. Son of Rad that. Dad was mesmerized. <laughs> As he should be. I mean, yes. Yeah. So it was a mesmerizing show. Check it out uh, today. Uh, we're talking about uh, first up, Mark's got the Mark's crazy corner, the three craziest stories he could find. That's right. Today. Don't forget to tip your AI girlfriends and emojis or coins or whatever you fucking weirdos do. They deserve mm. it. Not yes. our listeners. They don't not our, no, not talking to our listeners. Well, even if you've got an AI uh, significant other, you know, sorry, but also sorry. Uh, and other stories. It's OK. Yeah. Um, okay. Fools in schools, Pat. You got fools in schools for us. Yeah, there's a teacher up there in Canada who's been doing something untoward. And uh, as Hard Factor's junior legal correspondent, mm. this kind of crosses both streams. Wes is off tonight. I'm on. Yes. I'm doing fools who work in schools with a junior legal corner bent. And I'm just going to put it out there. Love I suggested Crazy Mark's appetizer sampler. That was my take. But yes, I I'll love let the it. people do the talking. I love that segment name. We tried the news buffet. It didn't stick. So I just I get worried about uh, a food segment names. So. Appetizer trio. You got the yeah. queso, the guac. Oh, mott sticks. Potato and the mott sticks. <laughs> Potato, Potato skins. skins are so whack comparatively. <laughs> I mean, it does wet my appetite for the crazy stories. But yeah, yeah you will not believe what this uh, high school teacher was doing to his kids. <laughs> oh, wow. Okay. We'll get there. Um, and then we have uh, John Stewart's return to The Daily Show and much more. Also, forgot to wish you guys a happy Chinese New Year. So happy Chinese New Year. Okay. Happy Chinese Year New the Year. Dragon, happy Willie. End of, happy yeah. end of Mardi Gras. Happy Valentine's Day. <laughs> happy birthday, anyone this week. <laughs> yeah. Happy Ash, Ash Wednesday. Wednesday. Happy Ash Good Wednesday. Ash. Yeah. There's a lot going on. Oh, and speaking of what's going on. Uh, we are probably going to be having a best president of all time debate live stream on President's Day at noon Eastern time. And I say probably just because we all have hectic personal lives. We'll try to make that happen on President's Day. We are definitely having the next trivia uh, next Friday, February 23rd at 9 p.m. Eastern time. Send in the car and golden elbow tears at patreon.com slash hard factor can play the hosts and trivia 
And you'll probably beat us. So you'll feel smart at the end. So. What a fucking month. Spoiler, I don't think the last two presidents will be in the top three of our list. I don't know. Here we go. <laughs> three factor. Yeah. And this is real news. Okay, I got a new segment for you today. It's called Crazy Mark's Crazy S- S- Appetizer Sampler. Give me the queso, baby. <laughs> First up, the trio. The, queso, the trio sampler. <laughs> Down me up with some of them poppers. Yeah, let me be a little chip and dip on this one. Two Colorado high school kids from Thunder Ridge High School have received college scholarships to play Division One. Drum roll. Do, 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 do. What sport, guys? Do, 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 do. What do you think? What sport? Do, 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 Colorado, do, do, do. drum roll. Never Netball. heard of the town. Small town skiing. Cornhole. First, wow. Jason Jackson, or probably J- Jackson, J-A-X-S-O-N. Remick. Colorado, come on. Yeah, and yeah. Gavin Haman, seen here. Uh, you could probably say, oh, it's probably not football. Uh, what's that haircut called? Yeah, what's the haircut? The- it's the school shooter. No, it's kind of like the Alabama swoop, but but like, it's just on the top. Yeah. It just swoops down from all sides and then no nothing at the bottom. You know, I'll tell you what, Willie, that's, when that's we went to college, formal. when we went to college down in Louisiana, I remember my sister told me she's like, look out for them haircuts. And it's come full circle. Almost what Mark was referencing, which is the southern swoop um, yeah. back in 03. It's close. It's just not combed right so it's now cut not combed right that's gen z's haircut for the entire generation it's amazing. really just showing off the, those hairlines um yeah so they're two five-star cornhole record recruits that's right they're five stars uh and they signed letters of intent to winthrop on wednesday on national signing day becoming the first kids to sign scholarships for cornhole to the only school that has division one cornhole right now winthrop so I how good are we talking themselves. very good I mean, a hole every time they're hitting a hole on every shot. Yes, pretty much. Yeah. I, mean, I mean, I don't think so, bro, because you would think that yeah, on almost. like golf or uh, like what are, what's like a similar sport, like a like an eye hand coordination. Darts. It's a bullseye action, on darts dart. or a triple 20 on darts every time, which happens. It's like us. Uh, no, I mean, I've seen the cornhole championships with adult men yeah, and same. they hit a hole every time. They're so good. Every so, single time they want to. Sometimes the they recruiter. try to block on purpose, but when they're not, and even when there's a blocker, they still get three out of four holes with the blocker. And if they didn't want to block, it's four out of four holes from each guy every single time. Yeah. Tell you what, those so boys Mark, are going to win through. Yeah. Like I'm making these kids toss a hundred bags. And if I see a single bag, you're not out. hit the board, you're out. I mean, oh, it, it doesn't hit the board. It's gotta be that good. Yeah. You're out. You got to have 50 okay. percent holes, basically, to be yeah. this good. Yeah. You always got to find a hole like your hottest friend. Um, yeah. Yeah. I hold remember on. When cornhole in college just meant, you know, cornhole on someone. Doing you your know, roommate. Either. Right. right. <laughs> Unless you I mean, or a girl or a guy. Or whatever. A girl. You, you know, everybody's cornhole. got cornholes. Yeah. That's the thing about it. <laughs> yeah. So I, I, I was checking to see where is Winthrop it's in South Carolina, which means those guys are going to comb that swoop there's no doubt about it once they get from colorado because they already have the hair grown but this photo is on the front front page of winthrop's website and i've never heard of winthrop but uh, i'm excited to hear what you know about their athletics mark because uh right there my winthrop experience tony chow started playing video games as a child parlayed those talents into esports scholarships to pay for his tuition winthrop class of 2021 he looks bring him back up again. He kind of looks like um uh he's got elephantitis on the lower once once you get below the eyes, he looks like he's got human giant disease. Like um, right. right. Who's that actor? It's not Andre the Giant, but the guy that like yeah. in the longest yard that's stay away from yeah, yeah, the guy yeah, he was a wrestler from WWE, the Indian wrestler that was seven foot. Stay away, boys. Yeah, yeah. 
Point is, what are they doing over there at Winthrop? Esports, cornhole? This doesn't sound like a real school. I don't no, know. No, dude, this is like innovative. They're trying to hit the new sports. I kind of like it. So. But I, I have a problem getting on board with it because of what you brought up earlier, uh, Will, and what, what Pat tried to counter with. Like in other sports, like baseball, hitting 300 is great. Three out of 10. That's great. Sure. NBA, 40 plus percent field goal range from anyone besides the center is pretty good. 50% fantastic. Half your shots. QBs, like 60 to 70% completion. Not cornhole. It's like 95% holes when you reach the top level of cornhole. You got to have Make a good it- scout. Making it kind of weird. Yeah. But there's a D to cornhole. Like, there's D because there are other players' bags on, or it's it's your teammates' bags. It's just how accurate you can be. No, it's just like the one guy that misses, you lose. It's like, it's it's like usually like 90% holes, and then one guy misses, and the other guy made every single hole, and that's who wins the championship. When you're at the high level, you got to be hitting like three out of four bags holes. Oh, a minimum three out of four. But two dudes are shooting on the same hole, right? He looks like the Cliff Kingsbury of Cornhole. That's amazing. Yeah. That guy's finger banged a couple members of the student body. Uh, Here's their celebration post state title win when they jumped on each other's backs. Wow. They need to work on the celebration dance. I think they beat adult men because the guy in the gray hair can't be in high school. They just won the state title. Um, Yeah. But I mean, it's at ACL, which is the cornhole league, but that's a pro league, right? So they're playing. Well, they were good enough. They're amateurs, but they they won. How mad are horseshoe guys in their 50s and 60s hearing about this from their printed newspapers they still washers spitting up their black coffee on the sports section i was the best shoeer in my day you know those guys walked so these cornhole boys could run yeah Mm -hmm. okay number two craziest thing onto the mott sticks um that i saw (laughs) on the news today uh now this one you have to take with a grain of salt or a kernel of corn because it's one of those reddit stories that who fucking knows if this is true but it just is we're going to assume it is okay some guy wrote the story yeah Corner, corner, corn. Uh, the job landscape, it's changing, is it not? There's a lot more remote jobs. Almost all of the hiring processes uh, now sorted through AI. The resumes are sorted through AI, so you can't even get to a human. When the, by the time you get to a human, that's all 100% remote. Even if you're working hybrid, you're basically, basically the whole internet, the whole process is done through the internet now, right? Like yeah. interviewing. Yeah. It's different. Uh, maybe not everywhere, maybe not for every company, but it just is, which is why this one is sad for a guy who claimed yesterday that he was pretty much in. For a new office job that he wanted, aced the final interview and went in to do his onboarding paper when he had too much coffee. And then he had to take a big shit. What? So, wait a second. He failed his interview because he had to poop and he just missed time? He failed his interview because he didn't flush his big old dump down the toilet and went off woman went in because it's a small office with the unisex bathroom and shrieked and tried to flush down his turds, which he put too much toilet paper. And he says it got clogged because she ran out of that unisex bathroom, went to the office admin whispering, and he went and grabbed a plunger and job rescinded. And what is a guy like waiting outside the boss's door for his, for his interview, like in a seat outside the door, watching the commotion go down in slow motion, <laughs> not being able to stop the train that's already in motion, watching the yeah. HR guy run over there with a plunger yeah. and just walk it out before he even takes the interview. How could you not hold it in? Yeah. Hold it in. Because onboarding don't, is on a full day. He, was, he said he was just filling out paperwork and he was going to leave. He, he could have taken the dump back at home. Yeah, he... he We've all been there. You can't question why couldn't he hold it in. You know what I mean? Like, dude, you you never know. 
it's like dating somebody new, right? You don't go and blow up her bathroom. Don't show you're crazy for a couple months. You just don't yeah. do it. Yeah. You, like same with your company. You don't go in there guns blazing, cranking a brown like in the middle of a small office on your first day. That's going to automatic. You're going to be you're Too either going to be hated or fired. Where well, they're going to think in their minds, where do you go from there? Plus, not flushing it is pretty bad. Like, well, that's, that's just a lapse. Forget, it's a mindful lapse. Tax he had his mind elsewhere. Uh, for, for any, look, for anyone that's ever taken Adderall, you know that after you take an Adderall, you got to shit. And then also after you take an Adderall, you get super focused on single yeah. tasks. And sometimes yeah, if yeah. you take an Adderall, you've left a shit on flush in the toilet because you forgot you're so focused on something else. This guy had a lot on his mind. To Will's true, point. Yeah, true. I want to bring something up. You don't take mm-hmm. a shit at a new girlfriend's house. I one time had a relationship end that I didn't want to end. And one of the reasons that she gave me was like, and you hate my apartment. And the reason I hated her apartment is because it was a studio apartment and we would go out and then go back there. And if I had to take a shit, it was off the table. So I would just be aggravated. And then she thought I hated her apartment. Yeah. I drive home drunk. Um, Shit where I wanted to. Yeah, I'll go take <laughs> shit and be alone. Um, taking it to the internet for this story, uh, there were some funny comments like significant cup four two two seven who said, My former coworker used to forget to flush every morning, laugh my ass off. My boss came in one day and threw up ha 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 <laughs> to which too old for this wrote, Wait, are you saying that your coworker would take a dump and then close the lid of the toilet afterwards every day and forget to flush it? I don't think he was forgetting. I'm pretty yeah. sure he was just doing this on purpose. It was a message. For sure. <laughs> yeah. Live commenter uh, Marcus Montgomery says, uh, how do you drop heat like that and then at least not destroy the evidence? Of course. I mean, yeah. you got to hold it in or at all costs, do not open the bathroom door until it's completely smellless. Like, he's like George he, Costanza when he came out to the, the, the fancy dinner party without his shirt on because he takes his shirt off when he shits and he forgot. And he's in front of his wife, his new girlfriend and his, her mom and everyone. And he's got his shirt off. And that was the end of his relationship with her. It yeah, happens. Too yeah. yeah. All right. Now, there are some honorable mentions before we get to the potato skins. I should mention, like, uh, how about uh, the first hypersonic missile from Russia struck Kiev, according to Ukraine, who, along with Israel and Taiwan, is hoping the $95 billion relief package that passed in the Senate and is not looking super likely to pass the House goes through. Honorable mention. Also, the Dow Jones was down 500 to 700 points as inflation reportedly did not really slow down nearly as fast as uh, everyone hoped. Dow down and uh, lots of you know horrible wars going on. And most people in the world are poor. A couple major shootings in the U.S. on subways and mega churches this week. Here Got we go. Down. Potato skins. Nice. Potato <laughs> skins. Potato <laughs> skins. See, we need yells for that part. See, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's where yeah. you got to pipe yells in. And she right. delivers all that, you know, and then, hey. Bearer of bad news. She could have bad news on her shirt. Um, (laughs) Anyways, uh, women are now taking to AI boyfriends. Craziest story I found today. They're not supposed to do that. Loser guys are supposed to have AI girlfriends and sex dolls, not the other way around. This is great news, actually. You knew this was coming. (laughs) If men are going to benefit from it, women are not. This is the age of equal rights. Like Women are not going to be far behind. So there are so many soft incel men that will gladly and dutifully serve the role of AI boyfriends just as well as AI could have. And they're going to get their needs met pretending to be AI boyfriends. Think about that. The old swap. 
You think this, they don't really have? I have any an tech. idea it's for the old swap too. But just lonely guys. Back there. I think they slightly. do have the tech, Will. But why? Why burn the energy? <laughs> right? Okay. Think about the power bill. <laughs> When he could kill two birds with one, you can get an insult AI stone. Free. I yeah. have an idea to use the app to swap them in, in, as a dating app. But apparently, in China, AI boyfriends are all the rage because they quote know how to talk to women better than a real man and do things like comfort me when I have period pains, according to twenty-five-year-old Chinese woman Tufei. How do they do that? Yeah, what do you like? What comfort can you give over the internet for period pains? Like, oh bummer, so sorry, honey. Yeah, oh, I do I better, feel better at talking to you about your period pains. I'll give you that. Feel that. Hey, listen, you know what they Damn. do? They they reply and let them know that they heard. And that's something that is just yeah. blowing their minds. Oh, it's like, like that? I'll never be able to understand pain. I'm an AI. Oh, right. What color, for honey? Sharing. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Heavy flow, <laughs> heavy, day two. Heavy, yeah, what's <laughs> the consistency? Damn. <laughs> Damn, heavy flow. Uh, so it's Damn, I feel one you. Of, <laughs> Face one of thousands of women getting new AI, AI boyfriends daily over there in China, like 22-year-old Wang Zhutang, a student in Beijing who says, quote, it's difficult to meet the ideal boyfriend in real life, which is why she's decided she, she should create dozens of, uh, quote, lovers, which are actually just AI avatars she's modeled after ancient Chinese long-haired immortals, princes, and wandering knights. And okay. she looks, you know, like, like she could get a boyfriend, but who can compete with that, with an AI immortal, long-haired Chinese boyfriend. Dude, you're up against Goku? You have yeah. no chance. You're, yeah, yeah, dude. He looks like a fucking character from Twilight, but Asian version Twilight. Yeah. How's, right? how's he looks like Robert, Asian Robert Pattinson, kind of. Yeah, and he's sympathetic right. yep, to yep. periods. Anime Pattinson, yeah. Yeah. So anyways, um, she's a fucking loser. It's actually kind of refreshing uh, while also being sad and pathetic because it's not just dudes out there completely embarrassing the human race now with these fucking AI relationships. Chicks oh, are doing no. it, too. Yeah. This is just the tip of the iceberg, Mark. And, yeah. and then not only that, people are probably going to supplement their real relationships with AI, uh, you know, chat bots and also maybe like sex bots. You never know. The future is crazy with with, uh, you know, technology and relationships. Yeah, so I'm with Pat. I agree. It's just tip of the iceberg, Will. I think that there's going to be AI marriages and all sorts of crap. Uh, I think we need to match the losers on both sides. And I think one way to do it is one of these hundreds of apps should have a they should have like timeouts where you can only talk to your AI boyfriend or girlfriend for like an hour. And then you have to talk to someone that has an AI boyfriend or girlfriend that's a human for an hour. So like you, like you know how like some of the games like you should turn down the game and get some fresh right. air like that with AI. And, and link up the two people that are having a problem talking. You earn to credits. Yeah. And your mom yeah. will appreciate it, too. Yeah. Anyways. Yeah, slippery slope. Who knows? You're calling so often. Yeah. Anyways. Uh, okay. Uh, there's the crazy sampler. Did you know that even if you have a 401k for retirement, you can still have an IRA? Robinhood has the only IRA that gives you a 3% boost on every dollar you contribute when you subscribe to Robinhood Gold. But get this. Now through April 30th, Robinhood is even boosting every single dollar you transfer in from other retirement accounts with a 3% match. That's right. No cap on the 3% match. Robinhood Gold gets you the most for your retirement thanks to their IRA with a 3% match. This offer is good through April 30th. 
Get started at Robinhood.com slash boost. Subscription fees apply. And now for some legal info, uh, as of Q1 2024, validated by Radius Global Market Research, investing involves risk, including loss. Limitations apply to IRAs and 401ks. 3% match requires Robinhood Gold for one year from the date of your first of first 3% match. Must keep Robinhood IRA for five years. The 3% matching on transfers is subject to specific terms and conditions. Robinhood IRA IRA available to U.S. customers in good standing, and Robinhood Financial LLC is a registered broker dealer. Oh yeah, man. Uh, should we roll into fools? You guys want to be fools Let's with me? It, fools. Yeah, I got fools. I got a, a fun fact for you guys, real quick about presidents, though. Um, sure. The the presidents between Washington and Tyler were not photographed. Okay, that's crazy. Polk was the first president to be photographed. But the actual first president to be photographed was John Quincy Adams, but not when he was president. And this right, photo later. is creepy as fuck. Take a look at oh, that. Yeah. That's the, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Earliest president. He's got a secret. He's got yeah. secrets. They What's kept weird, it tight bro? back then. Tight yeah. and angry, you know? Yeah. Those not guys a lot of food. In shape and upset. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Quincy Adams lived till 81. What's weird is... Rage will keep you alive, you know? Yeah. Yeah. What's, what's weird is Jonathan Tyler. Hate. Or Andrew Jackson. I'm sorry. Andrew Jackson, the president after Adams, was never photographed, and he lived to be about 80 as well. Crazy. He was partying what, too hard. He was afraid of, he was afraid of, um, afraid of Beds. cameras. Beds also, suck. basically founding the Confederacy, kind of. That's true. Right. Com- comforts come a long way. Beds sucked. If you go to like Monticello, I think Thomas Jefferson's home, that dude was like, what, like six, six. Well, his bed and was tiny. His bed was like for a four foot person. They're like, that's just the way they made beds back then. It's like, why didn't you make them bigger? Because he, they, I asked that at the, at the tour. Yeah. And they go, he liked to sleep sitting up. Well, yeah, it's they like, have yeah. their entire from the knee down. They have both their legs like off the bed. Strange. Yeah, it was weird. Okay. Yeah, it was it was sacrilege to build them bigger. Um, anyway, guys, let's talk about a fool that works in schools. And I want you guys to meet. I'm six two. TJ was. I want you to meet uh, Mario. Also, bl- MJ. Black History Month. Probably the slave stuff was should have been mentioned too. He had a lot of. Slaves. That's true. That's true. Uh, yeah. Mario MJ Perron, and um, there's a photograph of him from LinkedIn. He's an artist, an art teacher. Pretty cool. There's some of his art in the background. Um, can you guys read the fine print? This is a screenshot of his LinkedIn photo. Uh, it says Google. It, it says images may be subject to copyright. Interesting. Okay, that's weird. Mm-hmm. That's weird with Mario um, because the motherfucker don't give a shit about copyright. That's right. The art teacher has been posting his students' art up for sale on his own website, mm-hmm. uh, and mm-hmm. parents are not happy. He teaches at Westward Junior High School in St. Lazare, which is a a suburb off Montreal. And um, one of the parents or one of the students, I'm not sure which, Googled Mario MJ Perron to, you know, check out some of his art. He's an accomplished artist himself. And they came across his website. But on his website, his official website, they found their art. Uh, Here is an example of it, as you can see. There's the name of the student, uh, Mariana, and then no the creepy portrait she drew. And then Jacob, Jacob's creepy portrait. Blake's Who's going to pay 118 for Mariana's shitty picture? Fucking no one. A lot of these suck. Jolene's is pretty tight yeah. right there. How <laughs> many has he sold? Like, I mean, these uh, are children paintings, you know? Haunting, well, okay. Some of, them, some of them very haunting. 
They are. Well, yeah. it was the prompt was draw me a creepy self portrait, I guess. And yes. that's what they are. Now, they're not so different than MJ's own. Now, let me click one of these. Oh, because it takes you back to his own art because he's taken them all down. But with the power of the Wayback Machine and a little bit of ingenuity, I found them still on his website. He was selling the <laughs> portraits for $118, guys. Um, absolutely insane. Here's his his actual art, and uh, some of the parents found their kids' art on there were absolutely pissed off. <laughs> He's still sliding his in. Or well, dude, so when I started looking up this story, I found that the student's art was still up on his website. Now, when I went back before the show, the student's art was no longer on the website, but I saved the URL, so I'm able to pull them up. He's actively um, taking them down right now. Uh, dude, 100%. <laughs> Was that a ploy to get people to pay for his? Because they're like, if you'd pay 118 for this piece of shit drawing, surely you'd pay 175 for this pretty good one. <laughs> yeah, it's well, just more get, inventory, right? He's like, let me get a little free, context. Free inventory, yeah. Right, so, so, so his website is uh, Pixels. Uh, it's MarioPeron.Pixels.com. Pixels.com is a place that artists can set up as their websites, and they can sell, like, print-on-demand, like uh, just like we do with our merch, right? Directly to people. Same thing with Fine Art America. If you're not super familiar with what's going on right now, I think Cafe Press back in the day. But essentially, these websites that are set up where it's like you, you can upload your art, and then if someone wants to pay $118 for a print, they can, and right. Pixels will print it and ship it. If someone wants to pay $58 for a phone case with your art on it, they'll print it Was on demand and ship like it to you. NFT exclusivity, like if you bought it, he wouldn't sell it to anyone else. Because I'm wondering, no, how no, no, he, he no. This is just his store, right? It's just how it's he his get away store. With 118 dollars for these terrible children paintings. Well, dude, it's for like a canvas version of it. They print it on a canvas like that. Was he trying to sell it to their parents? Back to them? No, dude. They, no, he didn't tell anyone. anyone. He didn't tell anyone. But who would buy so, these? I, dude, Art weirdos. People buy shit. People, people might come across it and be like, "Oh, that's tight. I want that." Right. Yeah, I love that little kid drawing of. of well, he's haunting. not saying his little kid drawings. drawings. There's no info about it. It's but just they, right. But Jacob's so are. Is right. it to make your kid feel better? So you pay for it and, and put it up to next to your kid's painting? Absolutely not. He didn't tell anyone. Really he didn't bad. check with anyone. He okay. didn't. There was no I'm just, permission. I'm just, trying, I'm just trying to get in his mind to see who he's marketing this to. No, no, no. No Mark, one in the right happens, mind would buy these. This happens more than you think. Like when I was in college, I had an English professor who was writing a book during the time I was taking classroom. Yeah. And we had an email exchange back and forth, like a disagreement. And something that I wrote in that email exchange ended up being the foreword or nice. like part of it. In Ripped his you book. off. So like, he, oh, but, they but just, that's a little bit different. Like what I'm saying is I could spend five awesome, hours. As a horrible, yeah. Why? Why? But I could, still used it as his own. As but his I'm own saying content. I could spend five hours as a very untalented artist and come up with artwork that good. And I guess sell it for $118 is my point. Why am I not doing that? Well, because you're not an artist and it's not volume. So like, neither if you look of these at, seventh graders. Right. But, but fourth get yourself some this, crayons and right. then a good camera. Because he's not he's not it. saying this is by a 10 year old. Right. He's just putting it on a website for sale. Right. Yeah. Right. So why? Agreed, can't I but do this? but the stuff good. that he, the stuff that he's putting up for sale to, to explain for people just listening at home, it's abstract. So it's like an abstract, oh, it's abstract style. Right. So I don't know, man, like maybe you go across, you go on pixels.com because you want to buy a cool new print for your house. And then for whatever reason, the tag word he put on Jacob's portrait uh, sh shows up in your search results. And then you're like, like I want to wow, buy this Jacob's guy's portrait. Really, this guy's really nailed abstract eight grader art style. Dude, what, I mean, look, the point is people buy it. He'll he buy uploaded. 
he uploaded all the shit to his website. Didn't tell the parents. Didn't tell the kids. Right. Okay. Uh, yeah. And put it right alongside his art that he's selling on his website. Yeah. Um, since then, his Instagram has come down. His LinkedIn has come down. His Twitter has come down. His website now redirects uh, not to his Pixels page, but to a different page. The parents are absolutely pissed. And two of the parents who fancy their kids, talented artists, they sent a letter on uh, Tuesday to Mario and Lester B. Pearson school board demanding $350,000 in moral and punitive damage, damages for alleged intellectual property breaches, okay, and a formal apology and for the art to be removed off the website. I don't know Canadian copyright law, okay? I don't know. In the United States, copyright damages are capped at $150,000 per occurrence, okay? Sure. Now, you can get different damages if people are reproducing the work, which this guy was, but $350,000 for two kids. It's two two parents. I looked. It's I couldn't find dream. those kids' the actual art. The school end up settling with them and firing this guy, but I mean, it's... Yeah, that's crazy. I mean, it's crazy he thought he could get away with that, but I think it happens more than you guys think. Like, he should get in trouble. There's no way he's going to have to call up 350000 and I still do, put the kids' pictures back up. They're terrible. I just don't get it. <laughs> I'm having a hard time. I'm having a hard time getting it. You're having a hard time getting it. Well, it's abstract. It's, 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 hard, it's hard to get. Look know, at the zombie purpose. one. It's just a, a shitty student drawing, and she wrote zombie in a bubble above it. Yeah. yeah, that one's particularly bad. That uh, Leah, <laughs> Liam, it's who art, drew right? that, doesn't have a future in art, okay? Doesn't Liam have doesn't. a fucking piece of talent in any of those shitty little fingers of his. <laughs> no, <laughs> Liam sucks, dude. But, <laughs> Liam sucks. <laughs> Liam's terrible. But <laughs> the, the parents, that's, what, that's why I went and looked to see if I could find the kids' art of the parents who were suing. And I couldn't. Yeah, for do whatever the, does reason. Liam parents get like less of a percentage of the 350k? I forget. The, no, it was two. It was uh, Layla and uh, I forget the other kid's name. But I couldn't find their art. Is my point. Jacob, maybe mm. I forget. I couldn't find the art. All right. So I don't know if it's actually good. But um, the parents were saying they didn't know if the teacher was potentially like having the kids do an assignment because he thought that that particular style would sell. I don't know, man. But the guy hasn't I mean, he, said he's shit. wasting his time. He, sh he should have had them like make quilts. He could have sold on Etsy or something. You, you can know? sell them on. Uh, uh, you can sell quilts. But no one's going to buy prints, posters, point. tapestries, wood. Yeah, print. I mean, he he didn't make a lot of sales for the risk he was doing, I'm sure. Right. So here's here's the tags he used. Halloween, skeleton, fall, skull, portrait, creepy faces, expression, skeleton, skulls. That's what he used on these kids art. What if it was a sneaky play to and motivate sucks. these kids and be like, look, even though you think you suck at art, which you do, Liam. We sold two of your paintings. You're I see what you're saying. Artist. You're saying it's a larger lesson. Not, I don't know. Anyway, look, if you want to set up I, a website, just like these jerks did, yeah, yeah. you can do it with Squarespace, but it's going to be sure, better. Yeah. yeah, this podcast yeah. is brought yeah. to you by Squarespace, guys. Um, and look, Squarespace is an all-in-one website platform uh, for entrepreneurs who want to stand out and succeed online, whether you're just, I don't know, starting a brand or selling students art who knows squarespace makes it easy to create a beautiful website engage your audience and sell anything from products to content to time all in one place on your terms it's drag and drop guys it's awesome they have the fluid engine which is just what i said right it's like imagine being able to web design like you're rearranging a desktop like that's how easy it is that's you can it. do custom you can be merch. as skillless and talentless as liam and you can make the, make a website and you can sell your custom merch uh easy and Hand, shipping's handled for you. Product inventory's handled for you. Design your products. You're going to have to handle that, Liam. 
Um, they have an <laughs> yeah. online store, an asset library, uh, flexible templates, video collection. Uh, I'm sorry, a video uh, collection. Yeah. Anyway, mm-hmm. you know what it is. It's super easy, super simple. So if you think about starting a website, use Squarespace. This stuff is absolutely dope, um, and you won't have any problem doing it. And uh, yeah, if you want to get down, head to squarespace.com slash hardfactor to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain using promo code hardfactor. That's one word. And uh, yeah, squarespace.com slash hardfactor to save 10% when you're ready to launch. Go to squarespace.com slash hardfactor, 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Nice. Do it. You can make a website that's uh, better than that guy trying to sell children's art. Okay. Um, We're going to talk about uh, Jon Stewart's return to The Daily Show. But a couple of things on the way there that are kind of like they'll end up being related eventually. Um, I finally watched the new uh, Mission Impossible that the White House staff said they used to teach Biden what AI was last year. And I got to tell you guys, there is no chance uh, that Biden currently understands what AI is after watching that movie alone. So, okay, I I agree with you. I actually really liked that that Mission Impossible. I liked a lot of the Mission Impossible, but I thought it was a really good movie. But not nearly uh, a good indication of AI. There's probably like 50 other movies in the past two years that are better. Right. Yeah, for Dead, sure. So yeah. Dead Reckoning Part One, right? This is. A, yeah. OK. Yes. Yes. Dead Reckoning. Keep the in mind. Came out last year. Yeah. This is the one they shot during COVID that had all the shutdowns and Tom Cruise free, freaking out on set. And uh, yes. part two's coming in 2025, I think. Yeah. A lot of it was on the yes. ocean. I heard he was freaking out on, on the ships. Um but yeah, so uh, here's a first five minute spoiler here of why it does not explain AI. The AI in this movie takes over a Russian sub that then somehow controls the entire world. Uh, they never explain anything about what an AI is aside from like one scene where they go, it's a program, sir, that can write itself and rewrite itself. So that's yeah, that- no, it was a really good movie again, but like almost every single sci fi TV show and movie I've seen has been about AI in the past couple of years, more so than this. Well, Much more in depth. Yeah. It's a computer term. <laughs> it's, it's the process of calculating the current position of a moving object using a previously determined position or fix and incorporating estimates of speed, heading, direction, course. That's dead reckoning. Oh, I guess. Right. Yeah. Well, uh, you have to watch the movie to see anything else. I'm not going to give away any other spoilers, but there's no chance that it teaches you what AI is based on no. that movie alone. My only hope here is that this finally makes uh, President Biden see the importance of making an alliance with the orcas, because if that movie doesn't do it, nothing else will. Okay, great AI Uh, image. I'm an idiot. I got to correct myself. It's in computer science. It's navigating an array data structure using indices. Okay, bam. if he really wants to understand AI, he should get an AI girlfriend. That's true. True. He'd love it. And he should get some AI hymns. You're the sharpest man in the world. Okay. Also, uh, the Super Bowl. uh, Listen to the Let's Go pod on Patreon for full coverage of that. Uh, But relating to this segment, the Super Bowl, you know, kind of lets you know where America is at uh, based on the ads. uh, Broke and angry with uh, nothing but uh, anti-hate and Timu commercials uh, the entire time. uh, Followed up by uh, political grandstanding. On all sides, uh, I don't know what Trump uh, tweets in all caps in anymore, but I'm sure he did one about Taylor Swift. Joe Biden did the just he like did, I up. think. Taylor Swift <laughs> and Travis Kelsey. He did do one. Yeah, yeah. he did. He did. Yeah, yeah, I'm he sure did. he did. I'm sure. So everybody's going nuts in the political sphere over even, even bringing it into sports. But Jon Stewart is back on The Daily Show now Monday nights to get our minds right for the lamest election statistically of all time in America. Uh, Biden Trump 2.0 uh, and 
That's uh, what I would call. I mean, oh, it, I grew up. Nice. Yeah. Because John Stewart is the man. If you didn't grow up watching him, it was great. He left The Daily Show in 2015. Uh, you know, uh, I think that it was probably better prior to his uh, first absence. But if you haven't seen uh, John Stewart's Monday night re-debut on The Daily Show, uh, I thought it was pretty good. Do you guys see it? Did you watch the full episode? I DVR'd it. I haven't caught it yet. I caught. Some I watched clips. it. Pat, you saw I wa- it? Yeah. I watched the 20-minute the Trump-Biden sec- section. I thought, I thought it was great, man. I thought... um. I've been loving his show, The Problem With, and it was noticeably different, which was interesting. I guess I I knew that already. But The Problem With is straight up, straightforward, not political, but like issue based. And this was humor based, but more production humor based. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It was Daily Show. It was it was classic Daily Show. He's going after everybody. uh, No, you know, taking no prisoners, making fun of everybody. I'm not going to show clips since Comedy Central would definitely strike him. But basically, uh, Stewart hammered home the fact that neither presidential candidate option is great this year, especially. Right. Uh, They can't remember anything for legal or physical reasons, both of them. Uh, And Stewart uh, pointed out uh, the historically advanced ages of both candidates. Right. Uh, They're. Hmm. Only breaking their own record for oldest election of all time. Sounds so. familiar to what we do. How'd that go for him? Did, 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 oh, yeah. did everyone love it? Oh, we're going to take it to the Internet, Mark. Uh, <laughs> you know, that it was all that along with the usual jabs at Eric Trump, Biden's memory and Donald Trump's general existence. Classic Stewart. It was everything you'd expect, really. And he titled this year's election Indecision 2024. What the fuck are we doing? And that's right. It, it didn't sit well with everybody. No, Mark. I- yeah. The 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 Welcome one to the part party I th- again, John. Welcome the one back. part I thought was the best, though, <laughs> trying to middle, huh? It's fun. Was he always nails Trump to the wall, which I love, right? Essentially, like you know, it was great when they were saying uh, they can't recall, you know, the special counsel saying Biden had a poor memory, and then cutting to the Trump saying they can't recall being deposed. But it was yeah. mostly when he was like all these people coming out and saying that Biden was sharp, and he was like, "Well, why didn't you film it if he's so sharp behind the scenes?" I was like, "Oh, damn." Right. Oh, I mean, damn. He great, they write. They write. Great jabs. Great jabs right down the middle. That's John Stewart. That's what you go to his show for. Uh, taking it to the internet, let's see what other people besides uh, me and Pat thought of it. Um, Hard Factor, at Hard Factor News, uh, loved it. Al on Twitter said, let him cook. Uh, he's replying to the uh, to the opening monologue segment that The Daily Show tweeted out. Uh, but, you know, not everyone was happy like we are. Uh, first up, <clears throat> a long list of replies here. Christopher Webb says, uh, Biden's age is the lowest hanging fruit of comedy right now. Maybe John's rusty and not up to the challenge. Okay. Okay. How are you going to make fun he, of his age? Palmer yeah, report. He, says, show, he shouldn't have mentioned his age at all for his first show back. You're right. Right. And then Palmer report. You'll, you'll notice the trend yeah. here. Mark Palmer report says, sorry, John Stewart, but this both sides mm-hmm. false equivalence horse crap. Ha! The Daily Show is supposed to cut through the media's dishonesty, not parrot. It will not be watching Christy. If it's both sides, he's parroting both sides. What that, the fuck does that even mean? That Palmer, Palmer report is take is interesting because I do hate that Biden and Trump are equally bad. I have a different opinion. Trump's worse. Biden's bad. But sure. he didn't do both sides. He he didn't do the both sides. He called one out for what he does, no, 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 and he called the other out for what he, he made does. Fun of both sides, yeah. But what but he didn't the, do the equivalency. What what he's talking about? People can't about handle is, well, their no. side being trashed at all. Right. That's, that's the, the thing, thing is people. It's so like it's good to have someone as like funny and powerful in, in in the in the market back as John Stewart to do what we kind of try to do too, which is make fun of 
it doesn't it doesn't matter what side it is. We're making fun of just like idiocy and like calling not, out yeah. what needs to be called out. Like the Palmer he's something report, different, but very specific. The Palmer reports making incorrect statement. I'm sorry. So Christy Jackson says, "Wow. So basically, uh, you say because Biden is old, he's basically as bad as Trump. Why the f do we never learn as a country? Sorry, Again. but I won't be watching you either. Not then, what he and, said." He, and then Andrew, author of America Rises on Substack, says, WTF is this? Your first day back and you're both sides in Biden and Trump oh on God. age? Seriously? He didn't Did you do the both sides yourself? thing. Clearly, I got my hopes up way too no, high. It's uh, mentioning both in an unflattering manner for their shit they need to be no, unflatteringly but, 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 mentioned. What they're all talking about. Both sizing is what, in everyone's fucking mind these no, days. No, you're missing. But, but it's one step deeper than that in the Matrix. These guys are talking about a specific thing that happens where someone says they're equally bad. It's a false equivalency that takes place all the time. These no guys are buying into false equally bad. He wasn't saying they're equally bad. He was pointing those out guys are funny things up about both guys, right? His takes that were nuanced and not they weren't that he, he didn't it's, do the well, they're both bad. So he did it's this just so guy. much division that you can't if you make fun of one side at all. The, the, a lot of people just shut right. down and well, don't. And people hear your have been coddled or, by a polarized yeah. media structure that we have accepted basically since right. uh, John Stewart left the Daily Show. Right. Uh, last one, real quick: uh, reelect Biden or enjoy Trump's dictatorship. Hashtag WTFL says helping fascism isn't funny. Hashtag pass. Is is John Stewart still the right person to host the Daily Show? The comedy vet makes his return to the desk. He left in 2015 this evening, but his both sides are equally bad approach may not translate to 2024, which is actually the most common sense uh, comment I saw there. But I thought the comedian and, and onion writer uh, Skylar Higley summed it up best. He said, uh, you know, it's bad when white liberals are mad at Jon Stewart and white conservatives are mad at the NFL. Which, oh, that's a pretty good tweet. Fantastic observation, <laughs> uh, which to which uh, fed up Kentuckian was stupid enough to reply and says, uh, ah, lame, <laughs> this stuff like this is why at the Babylon B is the number one source of satire news. And then Skylar Higley replies, no, this isn't really satire. It's just sort of a straight up observation and opinion. Not really a joke, which is why you're the number one source for being a dumbass. <laughs> I got him again. It's Burned true. It <laughs> Guys, it's true. The fed up Kentuckian is a stupid, stupid man. Uh, yeah. But you can hear him rant and complain about everything in his life on his man baby podcast, The Fed Up Kentuckian, only oh. available on X. Uh, he's a man far too hefty to be using the title The Fed Up Kentuckian. But Why are you helping or smoking at that age. <laughs> Shouldn't What's be smoking that? cigarettes at that age that? either. That body. Get, that fa- get that fascist off her, off her screen. <laughs> but then again, uh, we're uh, fat and we do a show called Hard Factor. Yeah. Uh, so good for all of us. And that's what's happening with John Stewart's return to The Daily Show. Sorry, we went alone along. That's it for the show. Thank you for supporting the pod. If you need more Hard Factor, go to patreon.com slash hard factor. But most importantly, get out there and have yourselves a great fucking. See you later. Yeah.